Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Happy to be with you on Saturday if you're listening live. If you want to call us, we're at 866-WS-RADIO. That's 866-977-2346, extension 1. And, Marsha, we have a guest that we're buddies with, so why don't you tell us about him? Well, this is not funny. This is not <laughs> the funny. Not, the, the not funny part happened to me last week. I had a problem with my computer so bad, actually, that they sent out a guy to put in a new motherboard. <laughs> okay, and then I find out that that really wasn't the issue with my computer. Oh yeah, I was and it was a. Uh, it's my brand new computer, and right. it's not like I'd loaded a ton of garbage onto it. Right, and. As you all know, all of us who are computer geeks, you can only play with MS Config so long until, like, you just want to shoot yourself or throw the computer out the window. So I knew Tom Rubin, who is L Chorizo, L underscore Chorizo. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to ask why he calls himself that. Oh, what's that? On Twitter. Uh, do you know what it means? I want to know. Well, let's <laughs> ask him. Okay. It's a and big sausage. All right. Anyway, um... I pinged him and I asked him, save my day, come do a remote for me. I really need your help. So he, because he runs a business called ercomputingbiz.biz, mm -hmm. and that's what he does. He will do a remote and help you figure out what's wrong with com your computer. He taught me a few things, which I've then gone and done on my other computers, which really sped things up, like this computer I use for the show, and made a whole lot of difference. So, Tom, can you tell us what? how many computers do you do uh, a year that you find people think are sluggish and about to die and they give up on? Um, I'd have to say about a couple of hundred a year. Because I had somebody tweet me earlier today saying that they have an old computer that they just gave up on, they're buying a new one. Do people really need to do that? Well, it, it really depends. Um, I find on the older computers, typically people don't know how to, say, run check disk. So their hard drives get bad sectors and, you know, the hard drive health degrades and then they basically need a new hard drive. And so you have to balance it out. You know, is it worth, is it cost effective for me to put a new hard drive in or, you know, is it just better off to buy a new computer? So it, it really is on a case by case basis. And Tom, you know, it's often, often, well, I was just going to say, it's often true that it's so inexpensive to, to buy a new computer these days. I mean, even a laptop, that at what price point does it make more sense to buy a new computer? I'd have to say, well, you know, like I said, it really, it really depends because if you've got a computer that's six years old, then you're almost yeah, always time. better off buying yeah. a new one. Right. Yeah, it's time. It depends on what, how, how far behind your operating system, Mark. I think that really is the question. But, you know, how often do you recommend people run CheckDisk? And for those who don't, you know, to me, CheckDisk was like the first thing I learned. Um, uh, how often should they run CheckDisk? Where do they find it and how do they do it? Well, uh, to find it, you can go to my computer and they can right click on their C drive. Not your computer. No, well, it, it, in, uh, in Windows operating systems, it, the fact that the remnant of XP, the icon for the desktop was uh, my computer. But yeah, you would click on the computer icon, which would take you to the listing of your hard drive. 
and you would simply right-click on your C drive, which brings up a little menu, which you can then click on and go to Properties. And then there's, um, there's a whole bunch of tabs, and you just want to pick Tools and then Error Checking. And you check that box, and it gives you two options. Automatically fix file system errors, and the important one is scan for and attempt recovery of bad sectors. Um, I find that if you do that once a month, once every two months. Once a month, really? Yeah, yeah I, because all hard drives have uh, a pool of good sectors that are used for replacing bad sectors. And if you can catch these bad sectors before they become prevalent on the hard drive, um, you know, the hard, the hard disk can swap out the bad sectors for the good sectors, and your computer just keeps running along and everything's great. The problem comes in when those bad sectors start to appear at the beginning of the disk. Well, that'll keep Windows from starting. It'll keep Windows from starting properly. And the next thing you know, you can't even boot up your computer. And, Tom, defragment before, after, does it make any difference? Um, you know, if you're, if you're defragging your hard drive at least once a week, it doesn't really matter when you do it. Okay. Yeah, I, I found it, you know, you clean out, clean out your temp file, go in, make sure you've got the latest version of Java. You definitely want to go and uninstall all previous versions of Java because that's a big security risk. Um, you know, make sure your Flash players are up to date, especially if you're doing a lot of stuff on the Internet. You should always go to the, um, the company's websites and download the updates. Don't go to a website, get a pop-up window that says, hey, your player's out of date. Right. You have no way of knowing if that site's even been compromised. And, and it does happen. Websites do get compromised, and there's, there's malware that's injected into the site. And a lot of times, site owners have no idea that their sites are, are compromised, and, you know, they're just passing out these, uh, you know, they're passing out malware. Now, you pointed out to me, and I, I kind of thought it's interesting, when you look at your past installs, you know, in now where did we find that? If you have old Java installs, because it seems when you update your Java, which is always something that can be at risk, people are finding open holes in it all the time, mm-hmm. that your computer still holds the old Java installation. It does not delete the old one. And your computer could still be open. Yeah, so uh, tell us where you find that. Okay, so um, you would, uh, on a, on a Windows-based PC, you would want to go to your computer's control panel. And under, um, under Windows 7, there is a Programs and Features um, icon. You can click that. And on Windows XP, it's Add and Remove Programs. And you can you simply click on that, and that will populate a list of all of your currently installed programs. And, uh, you know, I suggest basically everybody does an inventory of what's on their computer, you know, at least once a month because outdated software, um, software that you never use, software that's, uh, that should be updated but it's not, you know, that all that can create computer slowdowns, and it can also create big-time security issues. Uh the latest versions of Java will overwrite, allegedly overwrite, allegedly all previous, all previous versions. But yeah, but how come? How come? Honestly, when I went to my laptop, not the one you and I worked on, but my other laptop, I found plenty of previous versions, and I had updated. So, yeah, and, and that's why I said allegedly, because a lot of times there's other there's old versions that will that will just not get taken out. 
Um, if you're running a 64-bit system, you want to remove the 64-bit version of Java and the 32-bit version, uh, especially if there's the older version, of course. The easiest way for a home user to make sure they've got the latest version of Java is simply go to java.com. It'll bring up the Java web page, and there's a button on there where you can say, do I have the latest version of Java? And it'll, it'll check. It'll tell you if there's an update. It'll tell you if you've got the current version. Let it update if you need it. If you've got the current version, that's great. But you should still check to make sure you've got no older versions of Java installed. When, when I get a computer in for viruses, Nine times out of ten, they've always got outdated Java or five or six different versions of Java. I've seen them go all the way back to version five. Everybody listen to this. This yeah, is this is, this is like important stuff. That's why I had uh, Tom on. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you definitely want to make sure you get rid of all your old versions of Java. Um, a lot of viruses are Java-based. Java applets, they get, you know, they get infected. Um, you know, they, they, you go to a website and a lot of that stuff happens behind the scenes. I have found, um, I've got clients that one client had an infected blog. Um, she had no idea that her blog was compromised and in the header of the blog, it was a WordPress blog, there was malicious code. And anybody that went to that website was getting the virus. So, and, oh, and you don't know it. Yeah, and this well, is this is all uh, things that you can prevent. Mark, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to ask Tom, your antivirus of choice? Uh, yeah, you're going to laugh, but for antivirus of choice, always for me, Microsoft Security Essentials. Interesting, because really. It's, it's free. First of all, it's free. Second of all, it's from Microsoft. And if anybody is going to make a program to work well with, with Windows, it's going to be Microsoft. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I think it's it's certainly what I think makes the most amount of sense. And I've always said, you know, it's one of the things about Apple. The, you know, they make their own products and such. It's it's nice to know that the company that produced the operating system is protecting your operating systems. I think it's a great uh, thing. And you, as you say, it's free. Yeah, and it's, it's got a very small footprint too. It's not intrusive. It doesn't slow down your system. Um, you know, there are other big name paid suites out there. I think we all know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a bad thing when they have to have tools that are written to remove their software. Yes. And, you know, and- I I want to ask you before we go to the break, and when we come back, I can hear the Mac people who are listening to the show going, well, we have a Mac. Oh, we don't have these problems. This stuff doesn't happen to Mac people. Yeah, it just so- did about a month ago, so that isn't true anymore. <laughs> did that? Well, but, you know, when we come back, I would also like you to talk a little bit about what goes on with Macs? Do they have check disk issues? Do they have things like that? Or is this all automatically fixed in a Mac and, and in Apple products? Because that's what we're led to believe. And it could be true. It could be not true. But I know that ER computing does service Macs as well, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, we do. I don't get a lot of Mac work. Um, but I, 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 have, I definitely have uh, had some run-ins with Macs. All right, well, we'll, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that because, they, as we know, Marsha, Macs are flawless, right? Yeah, and we're also going to talk about smartphone viruses, and I have a couple questions about that. All right, don't go away. 866-WS-RADIO if you want to call us. My voice yeah, is Yeah, if you going. have a question for Tom. Yep, we'll be right in. back. This is Marsha Collier here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. 
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Love to read but just don't have the time. With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's I-Q-P-A-K-K.com to learn more. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877 no, that's our old number, 866-977-2346, extension 1. Uh, before we ask Tom any more computer questions, Tom, why yeah. El Chorizo? Well, it's, a, it's a, actually a funny story, and it, it's about the Milwaukee Brewers. They've got the sausage races up in Milwaukee. And um, back when they introduced El Chorizo, they, um, uh, Major League Baseball came down and said, you know, you, you can't have a new mascot without our approval. And, uh, you know, they basically told the Brewers they had to get rid of El Chorizo. So the Brewers came out with a, 
with a press release stating that we had to send El Chorizo down to the minor leagues for more seasoning. Oh, my God. And one of my friends on the train, I was, I was telling the people on the train when I used to you know, work downtown about the story, and my one friend on the train says, well, Tom, we all thought you were El Chorizo. And from there, that just became one of my many nicknames. Fun. So El Chorizo is a form of sausage? Yes. Okay, yes. that must be back. You were where, Tom? Uh, I'm actually in Chicago. Chicago. Okay, so we don't have, I don't know that name, Marsha. Do you, in terms of sausage? Yeah. You chorizo. do? Chorizo. Haven't you ever had chorizo and eggs? Well, okay, I it's guess It's all so. over L.A. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. But is that a brand name or just a, a no, generic? No, it's a type? Mexican word for sausage. Oh, I thought it was a brand name. Or me- Spanish word, excuse me. Anyway, uh, so much for sausages. I yes. have a question. Love sausages. Uh, before you go into the smartphone and those other problems, when you were on a remote with my computer, we did not use Windows Remote. You used another program, and I must admit it worked flawlessly and quickly. I was shocked. You want to tell me or tell the audience how when they have a problem, you can go in there and zip, 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 fix things. It's not a big deal to... Hire somebody to come in and fix your computer via remote. It doesn't take forever. Um, yes, there, there's a couple of really good programs out there. I prefer TeamViewer. Um, TeamViewer is a good program because there's no mistaking that somebody is logged into your system. So you, you can kind of um, you can kind of put people's minds at ease. They see an immediate change to their desktop when somebody's logged in remotely. There's a pop-up window on the bottom and there's also a, there's a bar up at the top of the screen. And one nice feature about TeamViewer is every time you start up the program, it generates a random password. So if you are on a remote session and you don't think the tech knows what he's doing or if he's doing, doing things that you know maybe somebody shouldn't be doing, you can end the session and, you know, that person cannot redial back into your system because the password will be different. And this is a Citrix-based system? Um, no, I don't think no. so. No, I don't think it is. No, it, 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 you can go to teamviewer.com for more info, and it, it's it's free for home users. Yeah, I mean, the the biggest fear that everyone's always had, as you just addressed, is that, well, they'll be able. When I disconnect, they'll be able to see yeah, my stuff. Yeah, but this software generates yeah. a new passcode every yeah, that's time, a great every idea. session. Yeah, that's so. Right. You know. Uh, I was very impressed, and like I said, you know, people, well, you know, I can't afford it, I don't want to have, and who wants to bring their computer into the genius counter, you know, I mean, this way you just call someone, bam, 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 it's taken care of, they see what's wrong, because they do it every day, and that, that really impressed me about Tom, so Tom, tell us, tell us the 411, have you seen any, uh, Macs at risk lately? You know, um, it's funny you mention that. Last summer, um, a lot of Mac users got hit by Mac Defender malware, mm-hmm. and there was a big hubbub about it. Um, actually, there was, a, there was a Microsoft tech writer. His first name's Ed. I can't remember what his last Ed name is. Ed Bott. As a matter of fact, he guest yeah. hosts with me all the time. He'll yeah. probably be with me on June 30th. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, he did a blog post on a document he found from Apple where Apple basically forbidden their techs from addressing this Mac Defender malware. They were not supposed to confirm or deny its existence. They weren't supposed to help people, you know, get rid of it from their machines. Um, so you can ask anybody who had the Mac Defender malware if Macs are at risk. They certainly are. 
Um, I think Macs are going to be at an increased risk as the Mac user base continues to expand. Um, I mean, honestly, Windows PCs probably still have the market share, so your virus writers are going to go after their biggest market. And, you know, I think that's the point that, that people didn't understand or Mac users didn't understand. Oh, no, we're safe. It was simply because it, in I don't know where they are, and Tom, maybe you can tell us, it used to be about 7 or 8% of the user base was Mac and the rest was PC. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's actually getting closer to 20. Is it 20 now? Okay. I, I believe so. Um, I don't have any figures to back that up, but just, just from, what I, from what I've seen, it's probably getting closer to 20, and it's going to hit that critical mass point where, it's going to be um, it's going to be worth a virus writer's time to actually right. target a Mac. Yeah, so it's not that they're safer or more secure. It's just nobody's writing viruses for it. Yeah, well, it's, it, was, it was a small market up until you know the last couple of years. So you know if you're going to if you're going to uh, mount an attack, you're going to go for your biggest target. Right. Exactly. Interesting. So what about smartphones? Oh um, yeah, smartphones. You know, there's been a lot of talk about. Um, you know, uh, iPhones and Android phones, and you know, honestly, when you look when you look at it from a realistic standpoint, sure, iPhones are going to be more secure, but that's due to the walled-off nature of the platform. Now, if you jailbreak your iPhone and take it off of you know the AT the uh, iPhone grid, where you can do more things with your phone, then you are going to be susceptible to you know mobile phone viruses and, and all that stuff. Um, Apple's, um, you know, Apple's App Store is really, really good at making sure infected apps don't make it into their market. I believe they've only had maybe one or two instances where a rogue app started to make it through the process. Um, Android users have to be a little more, a little more weary because they can download apps from other locations other than the Android market. But the thing about that is, Unless you're looking to download apps you haven't paid for, or you're getting them from, and not not to be uh, not to start any trouble with anybody, but honestly, China is one of the big um, hotbeds of of virus activity. You know, unless you're not downloading apps from you know, unsavory locations, because you don't want to pay for them, um, you typically don't have much to worry about with you know with an Android phone. There is a really, there's a couple of really good antivirus programs, anti-malware programs um, for smartphones. Um, I have to say, Lookout is probably my favorite, and I run it on my Android. Um, I've run it on my previous Android. I believe they make a, uh, an iPhone version as well. It's um, it's a really lightweight running program. It scans it scans your apps as you download them, which makes you know, gives you that extra peace of mind. It looks to see the permissions your phone's asking for. It makes sure that there's no rogue code involved. Um, yeah, I'm running a program called Lookout for Android, yeah. and it's got security protected, privacy advisor, safe browsing, and it backs up to the cloud. Yeah. And it has a missing device thing that if you leave your phone somewhere, you can dial it, and even if the phone is shut off, it starts a little siren. Yeah, and, and one other nice thing about that feature, about that, about that suite, if you buy the paid version, you can actually wipe your phone remotely. So if you cannot get your phone back or you absolutely cannot find it, you can wipe the phone 
um, remotely, and it doesn't matter who finds it, they won't be able to get your data off. So, Tom, I guess the answer to this next question is, if you get an email link or you get something on a smartphone and you click on it and it's a virus, you can, in fact, get that. Uh, well, if, if it's a virus written for a mobile device, you probably, yeah, I would have to say you, you could be you could be at risk. Um, you know, it's like it's like anything else. You, you have to look at the at who sent you the email, and you have you know you know how people talk. You know how people have emailed you sure. in the past. If you get an email from somebody and it doesn't sound like the way they talk, chances are it's probably not from them. Interesting. Like if you get an email from your son. And your son's normally saying, hey, Dad, how you doing? I was wondering what's going on this weekend. And then you get an email from her son that says, greetings, Father. I was wondering if you would like to go. You know, you can you look at... You, look you can at tell it's not right. And you can, yeah, exactly. You can tell that this email did not come from that person. <laughs> um, you just can't blindly say, oh, it's, it's from my mom. It must be a good link. It's from my dad. It must be a, a, a right, right. website. You have to actually... You know, you have to actually read, and you have to look at the context, um, you know, of the text, because that should be a dead giveaway. If you're getting a, if you're getting an email from your sister that doesn't sound like any other email you've ever gotten from her, chances are she didn't send it. Yeah. Hey, well, let's give you a free plug. What's your website, and how do people get to you? No, oh, excellent. Yeah, um, uh, ER Computing, ercomputing.biz. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, at ER Computing. Um, people can call me at area code 708-431-6640. I typically work uh, 8 in the morning till uh, whenever I'm done. I really do try to work around people's schedules. So if somebody, if somebody can't be available until 8 or 9 o'clock at night, that, then, that's when I, then that's when I help them. Hey, well, Tom, thank you. This has been great information. We appreciate you not only being a long-time listener to the show, but the great information you have. We'd love to have you back on again to talk more about this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, and I hope, well, it wasn't it interesting that I met him after, you know, like my little computer disaster. And, yeah, there you go. Um, I sent you a link, by the way, Tom, on Twitter to that um, Gibson Research site with SpinWrite software. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, that's, yeah. Gibson you ought to check that out because site. Steve Gibson is absolutely brilliant. I've yep. been using SpinWrite since the 90s. Yeah, he's great. He, and he, if you ever need to restore data from a drive, that's what you use. That's it. Tom, oh, we got to fly, but thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Oh, um, thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, our pleasure. When we come back, we're going to have the buy of the week. We're going to talk all kinds of cool stuff I want to talk about, and Marsha does too. Do not go away. We will be right back at you. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. 
You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chivi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At CarpathianWines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at CarpathianWines.com. 